problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not. What's going on, guys? This is the Totally Blitzed Fight Club, the show where you come to watch this get hella high, get hella drunk, and talk about hella fighting. This is your host, Paul. Pick them, win them, Concha. And I'm joined with the two. Hey, man, you already know it's a boy. Fading ass of boy. And I'd like to start the episode by just saying, fuck you. <laughs> Let him know. Hey, man. hey, you know, we all, we join, we join by our boxing guru, boxing specialist, the man with the two hands that be wrapped up. Because that was yes, what What's going on, boys? You already know what it is, man. So, hey, man. Let me know, Mark, man, what we got coming for. What we got coming is we talking boxing. We talking hands. I heard we talking triple G. And, like, hey, all I know is Gs. I only know two letters, K and a G. That's it. Nah, man, this weekend's packed with fights. We got all types of fights. We got deep cards, man. It's really deep. But triple G fight, three in the morning, five in the morning, you got to be up. That boy fighting five in the morning. Nah, bro, he's yeah. getting out there at like three. I think the first fight's technically at like midnight our time. Yeah, I think it's. I think the card starts at midnight, but by the time G comes on, it might be like five a.m. So we gotta watch. So we gotta watch those shit. So you tell me, I gotta be up at five a.m. watching this man bust some ass. Yeah, this man, you gotta start the night with boxing. Early bird gets the worm, bro. So you tell me, so like I have a good excuse to sleep from twelve to eight. Like yeah, man. So the noon to, noon to eight, I'm slumped. I got I got fights to watch tonight. All the way to the night time. I'm gonna be in that bitch doing push ups, waiting with my dog Triple G. At. And I got some breaking news, like literally news as of yesterday and today. First one that we gotta pop off, but after sixty two years, the sixty year ban. Cuba has lifted it now that they now they're gonna allow professional fighters coming out of Cuba. Yes, sir. And uh, as of May like May twentieth, many of them will have their first professional debut, including Andy Romel Cruz, Ju uh, Julio Caesar Cruz, Arlen Lopez, and these are all medal uh, gold medal winners in boxing. So like, and one of them, Andy Cruz, beat Keyshawn Davis. If you've been watching and been with us for a little while. We're big and high that Keyshawn Davis will be a generational talent. And Cuba's got some heavy hitters coming out the woodwork now. You know, it's funny. Keyshawn Davis tweeted today. I already seen calling out Andy talking about it's different in the pros that we Ooh. turn our punches. He, he was saying that we turn our punches over. So he already calling him out in the pros. He wants the rematch. That would be a good one, man. Everyone's excited to see Andy in the pros, though, because he's. I think he might have more than one gold medal. I yeah, think he, he won has two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And these are all – and it's crazy because these all won them together either at Tokyo or um, I can't remember the, the, the other year. that they, But um, the Bra year before. There's like, Brazil, I think. Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, so, like, they all were, like, one was a middleweight, one was a heavyweight, one was a light heavyweight. But, like, yeah, that's, that's a crazy. powerful, like, trio – or quadro, whatever you want to call it. No, nah, they're gonna them, they're gonna come deep. They're gonna they're gonna shake the game up. Yeah, it's I mean it's no uh, secret that amateur boxing is owned by the Cubans, at least Olympic boxing. So, yeah, no, they they they're different down there, man. The way they grind out there, they they're built different for sure. You're telling me they let the motherfucking Cubans out? Oh fuck! Yeah, literally, let who let them out, man? <laughs> God. 
damn, boy. Hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. Alex been talking shit, man. He'd be like, man, y'all lucky the Cubans, y'all lucky the they all the good Cuban fighters are stuck in Cuba. And I'd be like, man, Alex, shut your ass up and watch, watch my nigga, watch my nigga um Broner get this dub real quick. Nigga lost. But like I'll be I'm- like <laughs> Fuck, that shit might make Ugas fight a little harder now too. He's Cuban. Oh, black as hell Cuban too. So like, <laughs> motherfucker, that's that's actually a jump. I think that's a jump for the entire sport of boxing. Like, and then the young talent, knowing that they can go straight to they can go to the pros after the amateur level. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. More fighters without having to leave their now. family or whole country behind. Uh, yeah, doing it. Yeah. Doing some and, extra shit, and boxing is a very is a, is a is I'm not saying boxing is built in Cuba like you're born and bred to do that shit out there like this is gonna be interesting because I always had um I was always a big um Kong fan I always be forgetting his name Spanish as fuck um Kong the, the heavyweight oh Kong. yeah I know who you're talking about yeah, I was a big fan but I felt like he was too old I felt like we seen him younger he was in flushing. Oh, yeah, nah, he was like, came over a little late. Yeah, Louis Ortiz. Louis Ortiz, yeah. Because he was even taking, oh, wild is a big deal. But like, everybody else, bro, was busted. Like, bro was throwing them things and dropping shit. And he's chilling. Nah, he's he, terrible. He, he's nice. Them, them Cuban boxes, are, they, they're nice. That's fine. There's a big step, bro. I think that's going to be massive. Cuba, we're going to see now. Like, everyone's always, like you said, Alex, he's always rapping, oh, we own him in the Olympics. We're going to own him professionally. But we're going to see. We're going to see who nah, will fight. We're going to murder right. And you're going to see me rocking around with my Cuban flag every time. Mm-hmm. Don't tell nobody. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. flag, I'll be like, hey, man, I, I ain't losing no motherfucking money this week. I know who's going to win. If they thought they had the top 15 rankings somewhat right right now, just know that all that shit's going to get fucking disrupted after May 20th. That's interesting. You think they finna long can't go that big and go straight for the oh wait, we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, well, I was just gonna hit on it's funny because you said your boy uh Broner. Your boy Broner said he coming back, he making a return. No, that he just dropped it onto his IG. He's in the gym, he's working. That boy coming back. Man. I ain't gonna lie, man. My dog was getting cooked. He was getting cooked out. Yeah, he's a little older now. But my but, thing is, do you think he's coming back? And if he is coming back, is he coming back at 140, 144, 147? Like, we got to see how serious he takes it. Because, man, there's been so many moments where he talks about coming back and he's in the gym and stuff, and that shit just kind of dies out. But And he needs people to take him serious if he wants to make a serious run at it too. But I actually, what's funny with Hammer, he used to train with Hammer with uh, Kevin Cunningham. They used to train down here in uh, Florida. That's the last time I seen him in camp. But if he can just get his head straight, he'll be straight. But probably at, like, 140 for real. I, I always liked Broner. I just felt like he only, he only punches in comfortable spots. Like, he only, like, he only lets it go. He only going to pull that trigger when he's in the best, when he's in, like, his zone after that. that when he, he was got- younger, he used, to, he used to be way different. But when, as he got older, I don't know what happened. But, it's like, it's like, that hit that, when he fought Pacquiao, he he pretty, he pretty much just went there to lose and collect the paycheck because he literally was not trying to like hit like he would just be standing there waiting for Pacquiao to punch and he just wasn't really throwing nothing like he wasn't really trying. <laughs> he had to get knocked out. I felt like and, that shit was and then tough. he wanted to say he won the fight at the end. That shit was embarrassing. Yeah, 
No, nah, that shit was tough because I was like, the whole time he was like, for the hood. And I was in that bitch like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like two months in the box. And I'm like, yeah, my dog for the win that shit for the hood. Yeah, he was twirling <laughs> some shit. And then I'm watching all his old fights. I'm watching tagging. It was, it was, it was, once he ran once he ran into yeah, Maradona. once he ran into Mar- Marcus Madonna, bro, or Marcos, whatever, bro, he, that was his career right there, man. And he was never the same after that. He was like, I'm not built to take this punch. But he got a chin, though. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him get dropped like that. That's Pacquiao. He got dropped against Pacquiao? I couldn't yeah, remember. I couldn't remember. But, I know Pacquiao dropped Keith Thurman. I can't remember about Br- uh, Broner, though. Hey, Pacquiao did drop hey. Keith Thurman. Hey, man, I thought I had a broken toe. Love him or hate Adrian Broner, one thing you do cannot deny the man is he knows how to put asses in seats and he knows how to sell tickets. And that man is probably the most – one of the more exciting, like, trash-talking fighters. Like, like, shit, his press conferences, just check YouTube, you don't believe me. Those motherfuckers got millions of views for a reason. He said, I beat that boy. I beat that boy. He's just trying to get the money for Floyd. They just trying to set up the fight again for Floyd. <laughs> hey, give that man a mic. Yeah, he, bro, he funny for real. You watched that fight the whole time. He was like, come on, don't what you doing? Hit his ass. What you doing? But in the minute, I beat that boy. <laughs> Love it. Hey, he said, he said, what side? Two, five. Oh, damn, bro. I'm out of here. I walked off. I was like, I was like, that's not, that ain't my man. <laughs> that ain't my man. <laughs> hey, but I hope that boy makes a good return. I hope he's Yeah, man, I, I'd love to see it. Fuck it, man. I'll watch him fight again. Yeah, no, Ooh. I would love to see it. Just to give that man a mic and that motherfucker selling out. Shit, have, him, have him fight Jake Paul. Fuck it. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Just to watch him knock his ass out. What, the, the, the pre-fight would be funny to watch. Yeah, it would that would the, the face down that they do when they're sitting across from each other? Oh, that would be when they, comedy when they're talking shit. Uh, but then our last story that we had Clarissa Shields and Savannah Moss or Savannah Marshall's confrontation after Marshall gets the fourth round KO this past weekend over Fomenke Hermans. And if you aren't very aware of the situation, this is the second time they had a run in after. Back in February, Shields got a nanosuit win over Emma Cozen, and Marshall yawned and pretended to sleep while she's at the performance and then told Shields to her face if she fought like that against her, she would wipe the floor with her. So fast forward, Shields hops in there, talks her shit now, and she says, I'm not running. Stop running from a fight. Stop running from the – and it's it's setting up for the mega fight. How do y'all feel? I don't know, man. Shields is the woke greatest woman of all time, she says. Whoa. Those are exact words. Like, I'm just saying, you know how I always root for my people. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Shit. Nah, Shields she, she is nice. I think I think there's going to be a huge fight that she needs and wants so then she can get that attention and exposure she, like, she needs. Because, like, she got all the belts and she, she's already accomplished Doesn't she only so have three of the four belts? I thought Marshall had the um the IBF maybe or she had, I thought Marshall had one of the belts. She might. I can't remember if Shields. I think she might have unified all the belts at one division. I can't remember, man. She has like some crazy accomplishments, bro. Like oh, yeah. record breaking. I forget what it is. Like she's the first boxer to do it in women's boxing or boy boxing. So like 
I just forget exactly what it is. It might she might have unified in two divisions. That's it might be that. Okay, that makes sense. But, but she, either way, she she needs that big fight where like that rivalry type that's going to push her because she usually fights people that she's better than. So this is going to be yeah, that will be that would be fun to see. And I like how she ran in the ring and playing the bad role. That's what she needs to do. Turn heel on them. Yeah, literally that. That'll be that'll be that'd no, be but a lot of people don't know after doing some re- I I didn't know this either, but apparently Marshall already has the dub on her. She beat her back in 2012 in the amateur uh boxing championships. And uh it was supposed to be the big rematch at the Olympics, but uh Marshall ended up not advancing into the the qualifying rounds to face shields. Yeah. But so that's like the one that's another reason why Shields wants that dub is because like you want to beat the person who has the only only person to beat you, basically. So right. you want and to people, go avenge that. And they think then they think she's the best one in the division. So they gotta fight it out. Hey, man. All I'm here. That actually might have more hype than the Amanda Serrano fight. Then just because like I don't know, they're two really high class champions. I'll be entertained. I believe they're like one and two, like in that. Hey, Raw, yeah, it's going to be a fucking war when they go out there, bro. Yeah, that's all I mean. Hey, bro, hey, you know this shirt is so fine. Never got the top 25. You know, greatest matches all times on the back. Oh, that's got, hey, that's tough. I got this shit for $6. That's tough. George, Dan- George Cambosis and Devin Haney's uh, making the fight official. Oh yeah, they Ooh. are making the fire special, and they're rap. Oh, I mean, George, George is rapping. George is on there talking some yeah. shit, and hey, yeah, they had their first conference. Just wait, just wait. Oh man, Devin said that that boy is forced to fight him. He don't want to fight for him. I'm just saying, Devin might be a young unified champion. I'm just saying. one thing I will shout out Devin Haney for is him taking up the fight deal. I think he did that. Like he partnered up with Bob Aram at top rank, and he signed like a. I think it's a two-fight deal. It might be a three-fight deal. I think he is guaranteed to fight Cambosis twice. Like, if he wins, he has to give him a rematch. And it's going to be on ESPN. So, like, Devin Haney is making moves because he's fought on – I think he's fought on Showtime, the zone, and now he's going to be fighting on top rank. And he's only, like, 22, 23. So, he's making, like, them young Mayweather moves. Like, he, he's his own boss right now. That's pretty cool to see. I'm not stuck to one promotion. I'll, I'll choose my best path. Exactly. Yeah, he he's he taking his own route, and I think that's pretty cool that he, that he took that deal with Bob Aram. And I think the third fight might be a fight with uh, Lomachenko. If he could beat Cambosis twice, I think the third fight will be uh, for Lomachenko when he's ready to come back from the war. That's it, crazy. Nah, Loma. Shout out Loma. Yeah, but nah, Devin Haney, I just want to see him continue to grow and develop because he's still so young and still has so much, so much more potential in the prosper. Like, bro's only getting closer and closer to his prime. And like the moves he's making behind the scenes is gonna make it to where he's gonna be, he's gonna really be like a floor. He's gonna be like, I never had to take the um, B side no more. Like I'm only yeah. an ace. I had the best business. He, he took less money this fight. Usually he's the one that's trying to get his most money in. He's the highest paid young fighter. But this time he actually took the less money because he wants the belts. He wants to get that legacy. I love that. I love to see that when fighters who typically are the money type of fighter that's basically saying, I don't give a fuck about the money. Hey, Maybe bro, the fight. 
Hey, here's my thing about that division, though. I think that division is so loaded because regardless, you got to run into Tiafimo. Regardless, you got to run into Lomachenko. Regardless, you got to run into Tank. And if you might, you might see Ryan, Ryan Garcia, Tank. Yeah, and then Ryan Garcia on the way. Sh- Shakur Stevenson is eventually going to move up to that weight, so it's going to be deep, yeah. man. That 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 division is deep, but they just need to fight each other. All right, that's all, that's all we want to see. Wait, Tank leaving Florida? Um, oh, why? That why is it? Tank leaving on um, Mayweather? Yeah, Mayweather. What? Yeah, yeah. He 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 sounds like he wants to, but who knows? I want to. I'll believe it when I see it at the same time, because I also feel like Mayweather is going to talk him out of it. Like, you know, how he always do. I feel like he's trying to get on some music. Because you see when I, them boys. Man, like, Javante Davis is 28, man. He's not a young prospect no more. Yeah, no, he's been around. I mean, I remember watching him on the Conor McGregor Mayweather card. He was on the McGregor Conor, or McGregor Conor, McGregor Mayweather card. He was on the Pacquiao Mayweather card. He's so like around, he, yeah. Yeah, man. He was on that and, card. and Mayweather, Mayweather wants to drag out the process like he like some young prospect. Like, man, go feed him to the top dogs in the He's division. Like, up there. Yeah, yeah, like he got the talent, and I let let him go showcase that. Like he rate fills arenas. Like you rate they promote him really good, but they just don't give him those top tier guys in the division, which is kind of like, what are you doing at this point? He's gonna be like thirty four before he fights a real top five in his division that's tough and he's already it's already hard to make that weight yeah like yeah because he i think he's fought at 140 i think he has a belt at 140 or he won a belt i can't remember 135 something like that boxing world is muddy (laughs) muddy as fuck nah that should hopefully he tank gets a fucking title he's probably my favorite fighter out of all of them even though i don't think he's the most skilled but when you get into that top five status, it's really like who brought the best A game that day. Because sometimes it really is a flip of the coin. And, bro, Tank hit so hard late in the fight. Like, for the, the fact that, bro, be swinging like that in the eighth and ninth round is just crazy to me. Like, I just – that's something, like, you just don't see for somebody that small. Yeah, no, he's definitely explosive, and he has that pop to him. Well – that's it on the news side. As you can tell, it was fucking loaded in the boxing world of news right now. A lot of big shit's coming for this upcoming, what, spring, summertime, I'm guessing? Right over, that's where yeah, we're man. It's, it's packed. And, um, hey, your, your cousin announced that he's going to um, fight in August. Don't forget that. Your cousin. My cousin? Yeah, your cousin. Oh, t- are you talking about Tyson? Nah, your cousin, your cousin, Jake. Oh, man, I don't give a fuck about Jake Paul. Who's he fighting? Probably motherfucking Tyron Woodley again. Paid up way off. Oh, they haven't got him a person yet. Uh, well, we'll see whenever they, because he has a, a thing of dragging his feet whenever they find the perfect fighter. Yeah.